So we're going to pick up Daf Gimel Amud Beis on the very bottom. The last couple lines are two dots. If a sukkah was more than 20 amas high, and so the person realizes that the way it is right now, it's not going to be kosher. So he has an idea. He wants to make it smaller by using pillows and cushions. He's going to put pillows and cushions on the floor thereby raising the floor, and now there's no longer 20 amos between the floor and the schach, it's now going to be 19, whatever, by raising the floor, using pillows and cushions, is now uh, less than 20 amos to the schach. It reminds me of the sukkahs that people make with their car doors. So you have the space there, so what people do is they pull up to a curb. <coughs> this way, when oh, yeah. you open the door, oh, yeah, the floor is a little higher. By the, Very yeah, cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good chap. Um... So he puts carving kisses, pillows and cushions, lo havimiyat. The Gemara says that does not count as a miyat because the Gemara is going to say, even though he's mevatel, the carving kisses, he says, I'm it, and it should therefore become bottles, should become part of the floor. Um, it doesn't work because his das is bottle, etzel, and everybody else. No one is mevatel, pillows and cushions. They're too valuable. Um, and therefore, they're not considered. Um, they're, they're not bottle, and therefore you still are considered to have more than 20 amos. We still look at the original, the real ground, not at these pillows and cushions that you put, but the real ground to the schach is still more than 20 amos. Um, if you're able to raise the real ground, it would work. But, but pillows and cushions is not bottle, therefore it doesn't become part of the ground, and you still have more than 20 amos, and therefore it does not work. But let's say, instead of using pillows and cushions, the Gemara continues, Taven ubitlo, ubitlo. Let's say he puts down straw, and he's mevatel the straw. <laughs> says, I'm being mevatel the straw, it should become part of the floor. Um, he puts a nice thick layer of straw, so that now it's within 20 amos of the schach, so that would work. That works as a, an effective way to get to be within 20 amos. The uh, kol and surely offer ubitlo. He used um, dirt, and it was mevatalit, because that also, for sure, dirt is, is totally, in, in, has no value, and it's very easy to make that bottle to the ground, um, so that would work. Now, let's say, Tevin ve'enos lifno. So let's say he puts down straw, and he's not actually mevatalit, but ve'enos lifno, so he has no intention of clearing it out. Um, or ve'afar, or he puts down dirt, stam, and... There's nothing, we have no idea if he has any intention, he doesn't say, he doesn't think, he just puts down dirt. So, again, just to remind ourselves, there's four, there are four levels of bittel slash das. You have active bittel, which Rashi says, um, over here says, it's, was it here, somewhere else, um, it has to be a verbal bittel, we're showing him talking about it has to be a verbal or not a verbal bittel, but let's say it's a verbal bittel, he says, I am a battle, whatever this material is to the ground. Then there is Ein Asu where he has no intention to remove it. Uh, then there is, well, sorry, the next level up will be Stam. No, Ein no, Asu is the next level up. He has no intention to remove it. Then there's Stam, which is the guy just Stam, we have no idea, or he has no idea, there's no thought process at all. And then there's Asu he plans to remove it, and therefore it's, it's totally not possible. That would be for the worst, uh, the worst situation. So, and again, then you also have the value of the item. Pillows and cushions are too valuable. Even if you're verbally mevatel them, that doesn't even work, because then you have um, something, uh, tevin straw, which has very little value, almost no value, but a little bit of value. And then you have offer, which is mamish, it's offer, it's worthless. So those sort of, correspondingly, we plug them in. We're going to see Machlokas, Rabbi Yosin, Rabbanon. 
the sofa with the Rabbanon. So in the Rabbanon, it's a pillows and cushions. Everyone's going to agree that doesn't even work, even with active bittel. Um, Tevin, straw, and he's mavatalit, that would work. And offer and he's mavatalit for sure would work. Straw, that he has no intention of removing it. And offer stam, that we just, he just has no idea. Uh, that's machlok is a real Rabbanon, the Gemara says. Ditanan, because we have a mission of the Tzvet when it comes to Tumah. So if you have a house that a person filled up with, uh, that was filled with straw or, or pebbles, pebbles also have no value, they're just like, like dirt, Ubitlo, and he's mevatel them, so mevatel, then it counts as a bitl. This is regards to tumah because we know that if tumah has a space within a house, then the tumah spreads around the house because of tumah's ohel, but it does not go beyond the roof of the house because it's contained within the house. Assuming there's airspace within the room that it's in or within the house that it's in, the tumah spreads, uh, tumah's ohel makes it spread around through the entire, under that entire roof, right? The whole room or the whole house, uh, anything in there becomes tameh, or whatever the rules of tumah are, but ohel takes effect. Anything above the roof, it sort of, it, it contains the tumah within the roof. However, if, the, <coughs> if there's no airspace between the, uh, between the top of the tumah and the roof, if there's no airspace there, then the tumah will just, will be bokas, it sort of bursts through, it breaks through the, the roof and it continues upwards beyond the roof. So if a person has tumah in this house and the house is filled up with straw or pebbles, and he's mevatel the straw or pebbles, so therefore the house is considered having no airspace in it because it's, it's full, there's no airspace, so therefore the tumah will go through the roof and continue upwards. So if it's filled up with straw or pebbles, ubitl, he's mevatel it, mevatel, that works as a good bitl. So the Mishnah specifically says, Jigmar explains, bitlo in, if he's actively mevatel it, again, let's assume verbal, not verbal, whatever it is, he's actively mevatel it, then in, that would work. And therefore, the tumah will not be in the house. He won't have a tumas ohel issue. It'll just go through the roof. But lobit lulo, if he's not actively mavatel it, it would not work. So you see, um, in that Mishnah tells us that straw or pebbles, if he's mavatel, it works. Vitanialon, we learned on that Mishnah, the Rabbi Yossi, Omer Rabbi Yossi says that Tevin, the Enosulifnoso, if it's straw and he has no intention to remove it, Harehu Ka'afrastam, that has the same din as dirt. Stam, there was with no intention of anything, ubatl, uh, and it's bottle. So Rabbi Yossi is saying that straw, that he has no intention of removing, and dirt, stam, is bottle. Whereas afar, v'asalifna, so dirt that he does intend to, that he does intend to remove, harehu kistam teven, that has the same din as stam teven, v'lo bottle, and it's not bottle, according to Rabbi Yossi. So the chart is very helpful for this, um, and I should have. I don't know if I can pull it up while I'm recording. I probably could. Um, but, but, yeah, I'm going to pull up the, the chart on my own phone just to... Um, oops. It just, uh, and from, for myself, it, should, it really makes things a lot easier um, to understand what's going on. Uh-oh. I don't want to ruin my recording. Um, where is it? Here. So, if everyone has it or not. So, the Tanakhama says the only thing that, that works is um, if you're actively mavatal. Tevin or offer. Again, calling the kiss those pillows and cushions, everybody agrees doesn't work. No chance. Um, when it comes to Tevin and offer, the Tanakama says if you're, if you're mevatel them, even though offer has no value, if you if mevatel them, then it works. Everyone says that. But anything, anything less than active bittel, the Tanakama says no good. Okay, Tanakama does not allow anything less than active bittel. Um, whereas Rabbi Yossi, 
says, Rabbi Yossi gives you a little bit more leeway. Rabbi Yossi says, as long as for, when it comes to Tevin, which has a little bit of value, straw has some kind of value as, as fuel or, um, or animal feed, um, so if you, even if you, have no, if you have no intention of removing it, inos, lifnos, so that would also work for when it comes to Tevin. Um, but Stam or so for sure is not going to work. If you plan to remove it, that shows that you're, you're not being vatal. So that for sure would not work. Um, and Stam also, Rabbi Yossi says, is not going to be. If you have no intention of removing it, that would be okay. When it comes to Afar, Rabbi Yossi gives a little bit more leeway because Afar is just, it's just dirt. So even Stam Afar, Rabbi Yossi allows, um, would say it's kosher, would work as to minimize, well, both for the person of the sukkah, but for our purposes, uh, when it comes to the house of the tumah, for our purposes, um, with regards to minimizing the height of the sukkah. Okay. Getting back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, back to, back in the Gradalama Aleph, so whatever, eight lines down, the little dot. Let's say your sukkah is higher than 20 amos. Um, and you have leaves that are hanging down from your shach within 20 amos. So again, so most of your shach is above 20 amos, but you have some branches or some leaves that are hanging down um, to within 20 amos. So does that work to say that now my shach is below 20 amos? Or do we say, no, but you have a lot of shach above 20 amos, and therefore it's no good. So the Gemara says, Gemara if their shade, meaning the shade that's being created from these hoots and from these um, branches that are hanging down, if these branches that are hanging down are creating more shade than the sun that those branches are allowing through. Again, we know there's a whole bunch of sakh on top of that. Pretend it's not there and try to calculate how much shade would be coming just from these branches. And if there's enough shade, then share. If not, it's possible. Next case, let's say your, your, your sukkah was very small, the minimum size of 10 tfachin, which is allowed. But you have branches hanging down below 10 tfachin. So, following the same logic that we just said a second ago, Savra Abayi Lememer Abayi was thinking or thought to say, if their sun is more than their shade, meaning if these branches are allowing so much sun through more than the shade they're creating, kashera should be kosher, following the same logic, but just calculating how much is coming through, how much sun and shade is coming through from these branches, um, it should be kosher if there's more sun coming through. That's what Abai was, was thought to say. Omar le Rava, Rava said to him, no, that is an um, extremely unpleasant way of living. It's a, it's a very unpleasant dira, a very unpleasant resident. A person does not live in such an unpleasant dira. If you're not, you're not going to live in a place that your 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 ceiling is at a minimum height, so you're at the minimum. But not only is that, but you have stuff hanging down from your ceiling even lower. No one's going to live in such a place like that. So Rava says no good. I don't know if, if it seems that Abai probably was asking. I, I'm not sure. It was so Rabbi to me sounds like. Once Rava told him, he sort of agreed, but I don't want to say for sure. Another case where the sukkah was above 20 amos, and he built a platform against the dofen emtsai, the middle wall, like that top little diagram over there, where you have the three walls, and the platform is against the middle wall, which is the one in the back, because it's the middle one, it's not on the right or the left, it's touching both walls. Apne kula. 
And the platform is Alpinekula, it's going across the entire middle wall. It's touching the right wall and the left wall, going across the entire length of the back wall. And there is on that platform a Hechshir Sukkah, meaning it's more than 7 by 7 Tzvachim. It's not just, you know, 2 inches. It's at least 7 by 7 Tzvachim on that Itztaba. So the Halacha is Kesherah, that works, and it's Kasher. And Pashtas, the rest of the Sukkah is Kasher as well, because of Pesel, I think it's Pesel Yotim Min HaSchach, which we'll get to later on. Um... But for our purposes, the point is they created a kosher sukkah by, by having this itztaba that goes from one wall, to, from from the right wall to the left wall across the entire length of the back wall. And on the platform itself, it's 7x7 tzvachim. So therefore, it itself is a kosher sukkah because that platform is within 20 hours of the schach. It's only when you go off the platform that it's too high. So therefore, it's a kosher sukkah. Um, let's say let's say he built the platform, this itztaba, not across the back wall, but rather, it's on the sidewall, like the second <laughs> diagram there. If there is a distance from the edge of the platform to the opposing wall, which in this diagram is on the left side, if there's a distance of four amos or more, then it's possible. But if the distance from the end of the platform till the opposing wall on the left side is less than four amos, it's kosher because of Dofen Akuma. We take Dofen Akuma, will tell us that basically take that left wall, and when you get to the top of the wall, turn right, what's really schach over there becomes what we call Dofen Akuma, becomes effectively becomes a wall, becomes part of the wall, until it reaches the spot directly above the Itztaba, and um, at that point it becomes actual schach, and no, no longer a bent wall, a Dofen Akuma, and that rule of Dofen Akuma, that tool of Dofen Akuma works up to four amos. So as long as there is a distance of less than four amos from the wall on the left until the Itztaba, it works. If it's more than four, if it's four amos or more, it's not going to work because Dofen Akuma doesn't work that long. So Dengmar says, Ma'ikamash Malan, what are you trying to teach me? Tamrina Dofen Akuma? You're just giving me an example. You're teaching me the rule of Dofen Akuma? I know that rule already from somewhere else. Tanina, I know that already from a, from a Mishnah. Because the Mishnah says, "Bayis shenifres." If you have a house with a hole in the in the roof, v'sichech al gabav, and you put schach on top of that opening in the roof, im yesh min akosel asichoch dalenamos. If there is a distance between the wall and the schach, because the schach is a hole in the middle of the ceiling, and it's if it's a distance of four amos or more away from the wall, pesula it's possible. But if it's less than four amos away from the wall, it's kosher. So we are ready, and that's the rule of Dofen Akuma. So that Mishnah is teaching me the rule of Dofen Akuma. So why do I need this, this case? Why do I need the, uh, the Gemara over here to tell me the rule of Dofen Akuma? I know it from a Mishnah already. The Gemara says, no, it's not the same. Because now the same, I would have said, what would, you have, what would I have said? That Hassam, I would have said over there by the house, with the, the hole in the roof of the house that you filled in with Chach, um, over there, it's appropriate for a wall. The walls of the house are appropriate walls of a sukkah because they're within 20 amos of the floor. The only problem is that they're distanced, they're too far away, or we're not sure if they're close enough or too far from the wall. But the walls themselves are fine walls, they're less than 20 amos. However, but this case over here with the Itztaba, uh, it's not an appropriate wall because it's more than 20 amos. We said it can't be more than 20 amos. So I would say, aim a low. I would say you can't say the rule of Dofen Akuma 
because this wall isn't even a wall, so to speak, because it's too high. It's more than 20 amos. I would say you can't use a rule of Dofen Akuma. Tomash Milan, the word saying you can use a rule of Dofen Akuma, even though without Dofen Akuma, it's too high. It's above 20 amos, which is no good. We can still use a rule of Dofen Akuma to bring it within range and make it kosher. Move it over to the side and lower it. Doing two things. Well, it's being lowered because it's was right. there. Yeah. Um, next case. If a, if a sukkah was built more than 20 amos, and he built a platform in the middle of the sukkah, meaning not adjacent to any of the walls, but right there in the middle. If you have a distance from the edge of the platform and to really into any of the walls, um, four amos, <coughs> if it's more than four amos away from any of the walls, sula, it's possible. Really, more than one wall. As long as, you have three, as long as you're within range on three sides. You need three kosher walls. So basically, as long as you're within four amos of the wall in three directions, um, then you can use dofen akuma in those three sides, and you have three kosher walls. But as long as you're within four amos, it's kosher. You know, the Bryce uses funny the way different wording than what I necessarily would have used. But as long as if your distance of four amos or more, then you're out of Dofen Akuma range. So you're out. As long as you're within four amos of the walls, then you can use Dofen Akuma and you're good to go. So Gwari asks again, Mike Mashbalon, what are you teaching me? Then reading Dofen Akuma, you teach me the rule Dofen Akuma. I know You just taught me that. I know that already. No, what would I have said? That I can say Dofen Akuma on one side. It's a one-time use uh, permit. It's a get-out-of-jail card. You can use it one time. Maybe you can't use it in every single direction. You can use it in every direction. It's not a one-time use. Continuing. Let's say the hero back to a very short sukkah. It's at the minimum height of ten tefachim. And you dig down in the ground, you dig out to make your ground, your floor lower. Uh, to make it lower to have a full ten tefachim. Again, so you built it, it was too short, it was eight tefachim. So you dug down a couple tefachim, so now you have ten. So what's the rule? If, if you have a distance from the edge of your um, ditch that you dug to the wall of three tefachim, possible. If you have a, more of a distance, because you figure you can't dig all the way to your wall, because then your wall will collapse, right? If you can't dig out the ground under the wall, the wall's going to fall down. So we're assuming that you're leaving a little space, your wall is over here, and so you're not going to be able to dig mamish at the wall, the wall's going to collapse, so you dig a little bit, a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit in. So as long as you're within your your digging is within three tefachim of where the wall is, then it's kosher. But if it's more than three, if it's three tefachim or more of distance, then it's possible. Uh, turn into dalar mebeis pachim l'shosh tefachim. As long as you're within three tefachim, k'sheir. If the edge of your ditch that you dug out <coughs> is less than three tefachim from the wall, it's kosher. Uh, using the rule of lavud because when the gemara is sort of identify this in a second, but because Lovud, you know, Lovud works up to three tfachim to sort of connect any two things that are within three tfachim of each other, they, they Lovud magnetically, whatever, um, they're viewed as connected. So the Mar wants to know, why is it that over there, right, the case of the Itzba with Dofen Akuma, we kept saying, as long as you're within four Amos, you're okay. 
How come over here with this rule, which is lavud, the amid pachim shlosh tefachim? Here we're saying after within three tefachim, that's a lot less leeway than four amos. In both cases, you wanted to move the wall over. Oh, dofen akuf, right? Oh, okay. Of either ten tefachim or twenty amos. Yeah. You're trying to achieve the same thing. Right. Yeah. So how come one is four amos and one you only had three tefachim? The Gemara answers Hassam because over there, by the when we had four Amos, the Isay Ladofen, there you had a wall. You had a good wall, it was just, it wasn't where your Schach needed it to be or whatever. So, Pachafar Amos Saki. So, less than four Amos is good enough. As long as you're within four Amos, we can move an existing wall using Dofen Akuma, we can move an existing wall up to four Amos. However, Hacha, in this case, where you started out with an eight Tefach Sukkah, you needed to dig down to create two more Tefachin. Um, over here, you had to sort of create a wall, which we like to equal, to, to equate something into a wall. So then, as long as you're within three tvachim, then yes, you could do that. But if you're not within three tvachim, it's not going to work. Because here, you're not even starting with a wall. Because a wall is only eight tvachim, right? We said you built it, it's less than ten tvachim. It's eight tvachim high. That doesn't count as a wall. So you're trying to create a wall from what's not a wall, so then you have much less leeway to play with. You can have to be within three tefachim. But when you have an existing wall, it's already a, a wall, you just, the slacks over there, the wall's over there, you need to somehow move things around, we'll let you do up to, do, up to four amos with Dauphin Akuma. Rashi says clearly that the Lachlan Meshim Messina, the Torah Dauphin Akuma only works by a Dauphin. A Dauphin is only if it's ten tefachim. It's all, right. If it's not ten tefachim, you don't have a Dauphin, you don't have Dauphin Akuma. Yeah, I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, that's what they Over there, you have a wall. You can move it up to four amos. Here, you don't have a wall. You're trying to create a wall. So to create a wall, you, you gotta, you know, you don't have as much uh, wiggle room. Another case. Haisa Givoha. Haisa Givoha Amos. A person, you have a sukkah that ties in 20 amos. And he built a a uh, pillar. That's 10 tfachim high. V'yesh bohechshir sukkah. And there is, on top of this um, pillar, the size of a kosher sukkah, meaning it's at least 7 by 7 tefachim. So what's it in? So Rabbi Lememar, good asik mechitzta. Abaye wanted to say, Abaye thought to say, the rule of good asik mechitzta should allow you to continue the walls upwards. Basically, if, if this is the, um, this is the platform, this is the, the pillar, so Abayi, good Asik tells you, right, the sukkah should be up here. But you're, if you're standing up here, you don't see any walls. You look around, there's no walls anywhere. But next to the pillar, you have walls, because the walls are the pillar. So good Asik would say, that since you have a wall here, um, halakhically, using good Asik, we can extend it upwards. So Abayi wanted to say, halakhically, you have walls on all four sides by just taking um, the walls of the pillar and extending them up, upwards using good Asik. Rava, Rava said to him, Come on, you need to have recognizable walls. And by doing that, there's no recognizable walls. It's halachic walls, it's very nice, but you don't have recognizable walls, and you don't have that over here. Um, let's stop over here before we get into the next, uh, the next piece.